0: Ready, set, stimulate. Let's get the small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 55 of Let's Skip the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very honest episode because today we will be discussing the whitewashing of United States history and the terrible acts of violence done in the name of God. This episode was actually inspired by a recent conversation Alicia and I were having. Albeit, we talked about a ton of things, but as the saying goes, we talk about it all one topic at a time. After our conversation concluded, I must admit my heart was heavy. It still is heavy. And it was heavy for multiple reasons. One, because of the current state of some things in our world, and two, Because of the current state of some things in our community. The last thing you ever want to do is become the person you never wanted to be. I'm going to say that one more time. The last thing you ever want to do is become the person you never wanted to be. I would love to expound on that right about now. But that's a completely different episode soon come. However, one of the topics Alicia and I discussed was the history teachings we received growing up from, I would say, as early as, what, second, third grade? You know, I could truly remember them starting to, you know, us having history class and social studies. But the part that made my heart heavy is the daunting fact that our daughter may be subjected to the same rhetoric. As you know, history doesn't update. Even when new information is proven, history remains history. Today, I want to give you a little reminder of how America became colonized and the inhumane process behind it. But most importantly, I want to expound on the obvious that was glossed over. I want to strip the whitewashing and identify it for what it was. I also want to touch on how conveniently people use God as a scapegoat for their foul actions and behavior. Like I said, my heart is heavy. Before we get to porn, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy, let's skip the small talk and you would like to see the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do, all you have to do is just one thing. Simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. It helps out tremendously. Thank you in advance. Okay, let's jump into our first segment of the show. Score. go season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to all of the goal seekers in the community of progression. You know what today is. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. So I am calling all actions. I am calling all actions. I can't wait to hear about your progress. Because it's only a matter of time before your goals are a part of your reality. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's dive right in. Once again, this episode is titled, All in the Name of God. I would like to begin with the timeline of events, just to paint the picture before we get into the heavy talk. Let's jump right into the deceit and whitewashing. So, as you know, you've been told that Columbus discovered America, and that's with quotation marks, America in 1492. But everyone knows Columbus' boat stopped in Hispanola, which is present-day Haiti and the Dominican Republic. And when he got off his boat, he seen a bunch of people, the Teanos. So it's not like the place was inhabited, and it's not like he made it to the east coast of North America. He made it to a Caribbean island. So he discovered nothing, and he didn't make it to America. Yet they still teach in school that Columbus discovered America in 1492. Instead of teaching the youth about how it's proven evidence that the Africans made it to America Many decades before Columbus. From the Olmec giant head statues with the distinctive features of big lips, big nose, kinky hair. Or the gold-tipped spears made from gold that specifically originates in West Africa. Found in America. Not to mention the Vikings, guys. Don't get me started. The Vikings made it to America hundreds of years before Columbus. And some suspect that the Polynesians did too. Like I said earlier, history remains the same, even when it's been proven to be completely untrue. Let's move on down the timeline. 1585. The Roanoke Colony is founded. We all know that story. It disappeared and it became known as the Lost Colony. 1607, the Jamestown settlement is established. For everyone who grew up on the Pocahontas movie, that's where it is stemmed from, Jamestown, right? 1620, Plymouth County is founded by the Pilgrims. Now, I just wanted to tell you those dates so I can tell you why the English came to America to begin with. First of all, Columbus was trying to find a Western way to make it to China. He had no idea about the trade winds. He had no idea about a whole nother continent or two, to be honest, North America and South America. But here's why the colonists came to America. Some English came to America to have a chance to practice the religion of their choice. Some religious people came to America to bring their Christian faith to the Native Americans. British judges sent some people to America instead of placing them in British prisons. Anybody remember the term indentured servants? Farmers came to America to have a chance to be landowners. Truth of the matter is a lot of people didn't like the old world. They wanted to come to the new world and make things the way they thought it should be. So, once again, they came primarily for religious liberty. Right? So they settled on someone else's land so they can practice the religion of their choice. Hmm. I I just want to say that one more time. They settled on someone else's land so they can practice the religion of their choice. All right, let's keep it going. Let's see where this takes us. I want to take you to 1803. When Thomas Jefferson completed the Louisiana Purchase, which doubled the size of the country. Now, all the states included in that purchase is from Louisiana all the way up to Montana. I have to talk about this. You want to know what's crazy to me? Just simply talking about the Louisiana Purchase. It's crazy to me that the Dutch... The French, the British, the Spanish, and who knows who else, all came over and they just started claiming territory. That's another example of whitewashing, in my opinion. Because the way they made it sound in the history books is that these people really discovered a whole new landmass that was completely empty. Yet, there was anywhere between 2 to 7 to 18 million Native Americans here. Millions of people here. So explain to me how you have the audacity to come into someone else's home and sit down on their couch and say, this is my house now. You got to be kidding me. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what would you do if somebody came into the house right now that you pay mortgage on or the apartment or the condo that you leased or you rent And someone come sit on your couch that you brought. Tell me how that's going to fly in your home. So you got to ask yourself, what were the Native Americans doing when they realized that these visitors decided they were going to stay, let alone take over? And just bully them out the way. Well, many of the tribes either fell for the weak treaty a lot of weak treaties in the 17th and 18th century that essentially kept pushing them from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean. Just kept on pushing them west because we know what's established here. We want this here. You go out west to the unknown territory. And when you get there, it's only a matter of time. I'm going to like what I see and keep pushing you right on along the way until you just fall into the Pacific Ocean. Until we know there's no more land to claim. Anybody familiar with the Trail of Tears? Yeah. We all read that section. We all remember that. Boy, did they gloss over that conveniently. Granted, they they taught us that many Native Americans were killed. Yes, they did admit to that. They did tell us that many of them were killed as they was forced out west. But you want to know what they left out? They left out all the gruesome details. Such as. The children they killed. Or the women they raped. Or how they were treated like a herd of cattle. Let me tell you something. Once again, I told you my heart is heavy. I told you my heart is heavy. Andrew Jackson Is a despicable human being. Despicable. He has no heart. All he cares about is greed. He is the epitome of capitalism. It's a reason why this country is the way it is. You guys cannot ignore the foundation that this country was built on. So stop it. Stop it. Whatever you're built on is your core. Yeah, Andrew Jackson is revered. He's the person you see on a $20 bill. The $20 bill is the most common used bill. Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Andrew Jackson is a manipulator in a cold mass. Murderer. That's what he is. That's what he is. Let's get back to the timeline. I want to jump to the year of 1845. Magazine editor John L. O'Sullivan. First used the term manifest destiny. Who out there is familiar with manifest destiny? If you aren't, I'd be happy to tell you about it. Manifest Destiny is a phrase coined in 1845. It is the idea that the United States is destined by God, its advocates believe, to expand its dominion and spread democracy and capitalism across the entire North American continent. That's what Manifest Destiny is. People really believe that God told them to take over North America. That's what Manifest Destiny is. God told them to take over North America. Wow. Wow. So let's just get this straight. Let's just make sure we're all on the same page. You came here initially so you could practice your religious freedom. Then that evolved into you, believing that God wants you to take over the entire land that was already habited with millions of people. God told you to take over the land. Wow. Wow. All in the name of God. As you can imagine, that's what they did. They gained Texas after a long two-year war with the Mexicans. Then the Oregon Territory. Then Alaska from the Russians. Then Hawaii and Puerto Rico. You want to know what's crazy? As I remember learning about majority of all of this in school. But I also remember how the textbooks made these monsters look like heroes. And made the Native Americans look like savages uncivilized, unworthy of the land. Call them idiots. Just because they had a different religion or spirituality than them. Just because they lived differently. They ate differently, dressed differently, housed differently. Because it wasn't their way, it was wrong. Hmm. You know, that's the thing about history, right? The winners get to tell the story. And of course, they're going to paint themselves in the best light as possible. And that's with a ton of whitewashing. In the name of God. Once again, my issue is that this rhetoric is continuously being passed down from classroom to classroom. We, our parents, our children are being taught the same stuff so we can answer the questions correctly on the test, on the Scantron tests, on the pop quiz, on the multiple choice tests, on the fill in the blank tests. They teach us this. So not only do we remember, because That's what learning is about. The key to learning is repetition. Everyone knows that. So not only are you memorizing these poorly documented facts, quote unquote facts. But for some people, it's all they know. For some people, they don't do further research on their own. For some people, they don't. Care. Some people don't care. And that's the sad part. The sad part is that ignorance will continue to be bred unless we care. My advice to you is do your own research. And my advice to all the parents out there, teach your child as you see fit. As you see fit. If you like the curriculum. So be it. If you don't like the curriculum. So be it. Teach your child. As you see fit. Because with awareness. Comes responsibility. Okay. Just because the textbooks. Refuse to update. Doesn't mean you don't have to as well. With that being said. Let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do, because you deserve to treat yourself. You deserve 5, 10, 15 minutes to do whatever you want to do. So here's what I recommend for you to read. I recommend that you read a book titled Guns, Germs, and Steel. By Jared Diamond. This book talks about everything I just discussed in great detail. I actually referenced this book in my research for this episode. And there's also a documentary called Guns, Germs, and Steel as well that I use for this episode. So you can read it or you can go watch it two options whichever way you want to digest the material feel free to do so i really enjoyed it okay now for something to do what i recommend that you do is i want you i want you to take the time to do your own research on any any subject in history that interests you any subject anything guys anything that interests you i want you to go do your own research on it today and let's see if it checks out the way it did back in school, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Let's see. Let's see if the information is still the same or doesn't need to be updated. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate you taking the time to tune in and letting me pour out my heavy heart. This Topic was very near and dear to me, as you can tell, because it's not right. It's not right that the winners only told half of the story and they tried to tell the best half they could at that. So they told a quarter of the story. That's not right. That's not right. That is what indoctrination is. And that's not right. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I deeply appreciate it. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. We are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. Thank you.